Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. It's uh, just about 510 here in the studios in Pittston, 38, 37 degrees and cloudy outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. And again, I want to congratulate Robert from Shikshini on winning the Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets for today. We'll be doing it again tomorrow, so just listen from 3 to 6. Look at some of the stories that I had uh, originally scheduled for today. You know, we talked about that cyber breach by the Iran-affiliated cyber terrorists, cyber hackers, whatever you want to call them, that infiltrated the Aliquippa water supply facility out there right outside of Pittsburgh. But it appears that breaches by Iran-affiliated hackers spanned multiple U.S. states, federal agencies say. So, uh, you know, a small Western Pennsylvania water authority was just one of multiple organizations breached in the United States by Iran-affiliated hackers who targeted specific industrial control device because it is Israeli-made, U.S. and Israeli authorities say. The victims span multiple U.S. states. The FBI, the Environmental Protection Agency, the, uh, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, known as CISA, as well as Israel's National Cyber Directorate, said uh, in an advisory emailed to authorities, they did not say how many organizations were hacked or otherwise described them. Chairman of the Municipal Water Authority in Aliquippa, which discovered it had been hacked on November 25th, said Thursday that federal officials have told him the same group also breached four other utilities and an aquarium. Cybersecurity experts say that while there is no evidence of Iranian, Iranian involvement in the October 7th attack to Israel by Hamas, that triggered the war in Gaza. They expected state-backed Iran hackers and pro-Palestinian activists to step up cyber attacks on Israel and its allies in its aftermath. We also know that um, Iran has been a known backer of Hamas for over a decade, well over a decade. So uh, it looks like that there was more than just our local area here. And they, although the federal authorities wouldn't give a, a specific amount, it appears four water treatment facilities and an aquarium were targeted across the U.S. So, uh, you know, that's an update on that. Let me see uh, on the phones. Let me go to Lorraine from Hazleton with a poem. Lorraine, how are yeah. you today? Hanging in. How are you? Well, that's all we can ever ask, right? I try and hang in every now and then, too. <laughs> yeah, well, you want to hang out instead of hang in? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that's only a joke. Anyway. No, no, um, I know. A two, well, two in a row. Wow, three's a charm, so you're liable to get me tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> you're always welcome on the show, Lorraine. Okay. Okay, well, this one is called Angels Among Us. The world is full of wonderful people. You may be a recipient of their kindness today. For they give of themselves so freely, each in his or her unique way. Some persons volunteer their time, while others are charitable with gifts or money. Many may even make you laugh. Then there are those who may just call you honey. Earthly angels will not have any wings, but probably emit 
a heavenly glow. They may have a special way about them, for on their faces it will likely show. Therefore, when you're in a crowd of people, please look around a little while. Someone may appear rather melancholy. Then all you have to do is give them a loving smile. The end. Very nice, Lorraine. Always nice to hear kind thoughts in the late day. Kind of give us something to ponder. Hopefully before we sit around the dinner table with our loved ones or significant others or wherever else is around us. Well, I need to... There's only an insignificant others. I don't see them. They're here. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, don't don't you have a brother or an uncle or something? (laughs) I'm I'm getting off on a different tangent. Don't mind me. No, you're sharing sharing your thoughts with us. You're with the world right now, the world of radio, Lorraine. So you are sharing. Now now they know my my inner being. My, my, I'm Dr. Yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't know who I am today. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. You might, uh, you might uh, spin it off one day and get us a, a, a not a bad, but a, a more dark poem one day. That that'll be the opposite, right? Oh well. <laughs> they all but no, it's from... the upbeat. The poems, the jokes, we love, that's what we love about you when you call in, Lorraine. So I appreciate you oh, calling in. Well, I appreciate you having me on. You became my, my, my next best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I told somebody the other day. I said, the heck what is? I said, I, I'm, they're picking on me left and right. So. <laughs> yep. Well, like I anyway. said, you're always welcome to call into the show, Lorraine. So we'll look forward to uh, the next one. Uh, okay, well. The check will be in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lorraine. You have a good night. Thank you. You too. Good Thank night. Thank you. Now. And that was Lorraine from Hazelton with the poem of the day. Always good to hear. Well, we've heard a lot about Bidenomics, and yesterday there was, uh, you know, I read the article of where they went through Scranton and talked to people about Bidenomics and what it means to them. Um, you know, I read you their statements and such, but here is uh, the audio to that because it was also videotaped for the news as well. So let me see if I can get this. Well, that's not what I wanted to do. It is, he, I don't know if he praises here, but I don't, I don't think he actually, like, grew up like, here technically, so he uses that as, like, that he cares about us. Tougher for people, you know? So how could he be seeing it through our eyes? I'm a registered Democrat, but I'm not happy. I think he's the worst president we ever had, to be honest with you. But, no, I'm not, I'm, this, this economy sucks. I mean, everything's going up, except, you know, paychecks, you know. I just think the economy sucks. Well, I said it there, and that was uh, all in downtown Scranton. Different people were interviewed. Now, I'm sure it was, well, they had a couple of people say they were Democrats there. They just weren't happy with things. But, you know, that was the local take on Bidenomics. And also, Bidenomics has taken a big bite out of your retirement. And it's not okay. The sluggish stock market and high costs of living, the real loss adjusted for inflation. For 401k, retirement plans is a negative 24.8%. So uh, 
A 401k that was worth $100,000 in 2021 is now about $75,000. If you had $133,000 in your 401k, it's worth about $100,000 now. If you had $250,000 in your 401k or IRAs, it's worth $188,000. If you had $1 million in your retirement fund, it's now worth $752,000, less $248,000. Study published with the Committee uh, to Unleash Prosperity examined individual retirement accounts, IRAs, and pension plans and found shocking losses under the Biden administration, enough to delay many Americans' retirement plans for years. How this happened is a painful lesson in government overspending and overregulating the hallmarks of Bidenomics. Immediately upon taking office, the Biden administration and their Big spender allies in Congress ran up multi-trillion dollar tabs with no way to pay, so the Federal Reserve just created the money to finance it all. Sparked 40-year high inflation, which was followed by the fastest interest rate hike in just as long. The severely hampered equities, but completely devastated bond markets, delivered a one-two punch to people's retirement accounts. In uh, 2022, one of the only few years on record where both equities and bonds both had negative average returns, the bond market had its worst years since at least 1928. These violent gyrations from government crowding out the private sector along with oppressive regulations helped drive down average 401k plans by almost 13%, about $17,000 in the first two years of the Biden administration. Across all plans, the net losses are an eye-watering $1 trillion. But they say it gets worse. The stratospheric inflation brought on by government spending, borrowing, and printing too much money has further eroded the value of 401k plans by 16200 on average for a real inflation-adjusted loss of around $33,000, or 24.8%. While the study estimates that pension plans have fared better than many IRAs, Their balances have also fallen in real terms. Through the third quarter of this year, pensions plans have lost $3.3 trillion, or 12.1%, of real value during the Biden administration. For the teacher, operating engineer, electrician, or firefighter who is depending on their pensions being there when they retire, this is extremely troubling news. Declines like this can threaten the solvency of pension funds, especially for defined benefit plans with inflation adjustments. Sadly, none of this had to happen. While the White House repeats its false narrative that the economy is reeling and inflation was already here, when Biden took office, the administration's own data exposes that that's a humbug. Biden inherited the economy growing at a $1.5 trillion annualized rate with a mere 1.4 inflation rate. If Biden has simply allowed one-time COVID spending to expire, the federal deficit would have disappeared amid soaring tax receipts while inflation remained low. That's what the experts are saying. So you may want to check on your 401k or IRA. You may not want to do it. Don't go pulling it out. It all comes back sooner or later. But you may have to delay retirement if that's your case as per the experts because they have taken a beating. Both IRAs and 401ks have taken a beating. That's uh, that's for sure.
It's uh, 521 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Well, I thank you very much, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. We have no reports of anything major going on. No backups, no accidents. 81 clear, good to go from the New York border to Hazleton. Doesn't even look like there's too heavy traffic out there. You do have some heavy traffic in downtown Scranton. Jefferson Ave and Wyoming Ave are both bumper to bumper. William Street and Pittston, that looks a little jammed up. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. How's everything in traffic land otherwise? Uh, Good? Yeah, it's a quiet day. Quiet dish. Yes, and I don't have a whole big bag of what looks like Ricola sitting in front of me. Are they Ricolas? They are. Oh, but I've never seen a bag that large. (laughs) Sam's Club is a beautiful place. (laughs) When you go through them like I do. I was going to say, they're not candy, Rob. They're They're not not candy, candy, no. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy. Some flurries in the area, maybe. Low 30. Tomorrow, cloudy again. High 36. Thursday, cloudy, breezy. Better chance of light snow showers possible. High 38. Friday, sun and clouds. High 50. It's currently 37 degrees and cloudy at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Time for the NEPA Premium Perks. Enjoy this half-off deal for the Blue Shutters. Get a $50 voucher for only $25. Fine dining experience at this restaurant has exceptional dinners prepared by their exclusive chef. Open Wednesdays through Saturdays for dinner at 5. Bar opens at 4. Located at 200 Memorial Drive in Elmhurst Township. Visit GetMyPerks.com for all the details. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 527 here in the station in Pittston, 38 degrees and cloudy. Well, the IRS is uh, looking to make your life a little more difficult if you happen to make a mistake or underpay your taxes. Could carry a hefty cost for you. The Internal Revenue Service is raising the stakes for those who underpay their taxes by ratcheting up the interest penalty that will be assessed in next spring's tax filing season. Earlier this fall, the IRS increased its interest penalty on the estimated tax underpayments to 8%, a notable jump from 3% just two years ago. The IRS is required by law to recompute the interest rate penalty every quarter, and for taxpayers other than corporations, the assessed rate is the federal short-term rate plus three percentage points. Self-employed workers and independent contractors, including many gig workers, will be at risk of being hit with the underpayment penalty if they fail to pay the amount the IRS believes they owe. Taxpayers don't face any interest penalty for underpayment if the balance due is under $1,000 after their credits and other tax account information is factored in. Such workers are required to make estimated tax payments at least once each quarter if they don't have at least 90% of their taxes withheld during regular pay periods. For example, taxpayers subject to this payment program will make their estimated payments for the fourth quarter of 
2023 by January 16th, 2024. The changes won't affect most taxpayers who are W-2 employees and have tax payments withheld from each paycheck they receive. In the majority of those cases, taxpayers are ultimately owed a tax refund rather than facing an underpayment penalty. Hmm. Kind of makes it seem like they set up the system to take more taxes out of from you than you have to Oh. Isn't the money better off with you than it is with them? One would think, right? A CPA and financial planner in New Jersey told the Wall Street Journal, "It's a cautionary tale for individuals who think about as uh, to think about as we get towards the year end. Are you where you should be?" The marketing executive was surprised when he went to uh, their CPA to have his taxes prepared, and when he learned he owed an underpayment penalty that reached into the thousands of dollars in addition to a large tax bill in April because he wasn't periodically making estimated payments on taxes owed from his consulting income. Now I pay attention to taxes all year round. And again, this has to do with if you're a gig worker, if you're not paying, if you're on a 1099, you're supposed to estimate the taxes you owe quarterly. And that's on the state level, you're supposed to do that as well. So now that this jumps up, hopefully none of us, well, if you're not paying any taxes, you probably owe more than $1,000. If it is more than $1,000, you're going to get cracked with 8% interest, which in a lot of times is uh, costly. It bangs up a couple times. You know, I've had some letters over the years to where I uh, put things down, and the penalty and, and interest was, like, outrageous. And then it turned out to be their error. Well, once I sent them the proper paperwork, you know, they said that it was uh, no issue anywhere. But if it was, just the penalty and interest alone was almost more than the tax that was owed. It was crazy. And... uh you know, thankfully, that's not an everyday occurrence, but I ended up putting something in the wrong column, still declared it, but it was just in the wrong place. So once I point, their computer system picked it up. And once I said, no, it was declared here because this is what it fell under in your brochure, they said, okay, you're right. Our computer flagged it. That's why you got sent the letter. You get sent an automatic letter if their computer picks it up. And once a human looked at it and says, okay, it was declared, don't worry about it. You don't know anything. They send you a letter saying everything's good. And it's good to go, but you don't want to be in that situation. Anytime you get a letter from the Internal Revenue Service that's not a check, <laughs> be wary. Uh, that's for sure. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 536, 38 degrees and cloudy outside. This is a disturbing uh, statistic here that uh, more than one-third of Americans and Pennsylvania residents have prediabetes, and most don't know it. I think we do. I think we just don't choose to admit it. I've been for over a decade. I've hovered around that interest. And it's just my number's normal. It's stayed stable over the past decade. It's just higher than what they say it should be. That's my normal. And, uh, you know, every time I get my blood test, they say, oh, you're a pre-diabetic. And I think a lot of us are. But in uh, response to staggering rates of prediabetes in the U.S., a condition that left untreated leads to high risk for developing type 2 diabetes, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is launching a public awareness campaign centered around the online risk assessment tool. 
and the stress that very much on awareness. As the CDC estimates, 81% of those with prediabetes don't know they have it. It's self-awareness. I mean, that's all it is. If you're overweight, if you eat poorly, if you eat a lot of processed foods, if you eat a lot of snacks and desserts and stuff like that, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't exercise regularly, yeah, you probably have prediabetes. We, you know, we all have pre a lot of things. But it's it's not like I need some U.S. agency to tell me that. It's a self-awareness. You know, you make choices. You give and take. Do I want to enjoy certain things or I do not I not want to enjoy certain things? Do I want to be a health nut? Do I want a nice balance or do I not? Do I want to live? Do I want to do the things I have? Yeah. Yes, being healthy is great. Eating properly is great. I've I've seen major differences, you know, when I've changed my diet uh, away from processed foods, away from I mean, that's the biggest thing here in America. If you ever compare ingredients here in America to like say your Europe or, or South America or anywhere for that matter outside of North America, it's totally different. They shop day-to-day in a lot of these places. Food goes bad in two or three days when you shop in Europe. There's not this whole pasteurization thing, this stuff. You know, there's no shelf life past a week. There's no, okay, you could put this in a cupboard and leave it there for two weeks. Or you could put it in the refrigerator and leave it for a week or so. Uh, You know, if you get milk in Europe, it's bad in three days. You know, you're only getting enough to last you that day or two. And they do small shopping. They live differently. It's not like we live here where you go to a big box store and you spend $600 on groceries and you stock everything up and you get, you know, two 18 packs of eggs and two gallons of milk and, and you put it in your refrigerator for your family of five and it lasts you a week or two. That doesn't happen. We, we, if you look at the ingredients of simple foods here compared to Europe, and, and I really implore you to do that. You know, Google, I, I use Google just out of habit, but um, you use whatever search engine you use and search ingredient labels America compared to Europe. Uh, simple things like ketchup. You know, you'll see the ingredients are, you know, tomatoes, vinegar, water. <laughs> that's, that's it for there, but ours is like a paragraph and a half of ingredients. And it's really mind-blowing when you do it. When when my wife was getting certified for her nutrition certification for her uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine certifications, it was incredible, you know, when we were looking through the different types of ingredients. It's that processed food. It's all the junk that's put in there. You know, if you stuck to just a you know, meats, vegetables, fruits, and, uh, you know, things that, that aren't processed at all. You would see the turnaround in your body tremendously. And I'm not saying don't eat the things you love, don't eat, you know, the desserts and stuff. But once you start getting into this the flour and the processed grains and, and all that, it really hampers our ability to deal with things. And once you remove them from your diet... It's amazing how fast your body recognizes that your body works more efficiently, your body deals with things more efficiently. You know, I've seen that in my 30-pound weight loss over the past couple of months. I'm in a maintenance phase now through the holidays. Hopefully, I can just maintain. I fluctuate about eight pounds each way back and forth because, you know, I am cheating a lot more with the holidays here. We are going to holiday parties. We're eating Thanksgiving dinners, you know, Christmas dinners, New Year's, there's snacks, 
and such like that. But as long as I'm losing it that that next week, as long as I'm back to where I am and I can maintain that where I've gained from, uh, gain meaning lost the weight, made those gains to lose the weight, uh, you know, after the holidays come January, I'll start it up again and look to lose a little more because we can all be healthier. You know, it's the time of year, though. Naturally, your body's putting on bulk during the winter, so why fight it? And then I want to enjoy the holidays. So uh, I'm trying to fight it. You're trying to fight the holidays or sort fight, the, of fight the the winter bulk? Yeah. Don't as like as it. Can, as long as I can maintain, I'm good. No, I'm trying to maintain right now. Yeah. And like I said, I fluctuated like eight pounds back and forth. Like I'll gain six or seven pounds, eight pounds, and then I'll lose another six pounds. And then, you know, I'm in that hovering range where I'm still considering as long as I'm within a four pound range one way or another. Mm-hmm. That's a maintenance for me. But, you know, after Thanksgiving, I did put on eight pounds. But the next week, you know, I lost seven of it. So that's the way it goes. I try, have not weighed in in a while. Yeah. I'm I'm scared too, but my jeans still seem loose. There you go. In many parts, so we're good. My scale at home needs new batteries, so. Yeah, that's okay. We'll just leave it that way till after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. No, that might scare me though. Right? <laughs> you get hit with the truth after. Like I like checking. No, I don't like it creeping up on you like though this. either. It's only one pound. Oh, yeah. it's only two pounds. Oh, it's only three pounds. Oh, it's yeah, only no, 130 no. pounds. No. Yeah, not good news. Not at all. But 80 percent of America. One th- actually, one-third of America has prediabetes, and Pennsylvania as well, and they don't know about it. Do and, you, and I was talking more about self-awareness. You kind of know. You know what I just heard on the other station, what they're, they're saying can attribute to diabetes? I don't think you want to know. They said, hola, hasta maga un Not bono. that station. <laughs> no, another station in this building. They said that people use romance enhancers, toys. Okay. Those those things. Well, tell them to keep that stuff like, over on their station. Yeah, but they said that attributes to diabetes. I, I'll have to look into it for tomorrow for my show. <laughs> Did, yeah, it makes you blind too. Yeah, it makes you. Tell, blind. tell them that. Rob said it makes you blind <laughs> and too. And it makes you blind when you go back in. Uh, yeah, it's, right. Uh, Five forty-four. Time I'm for like, traffic and trying weather. to take the heat off the Oreos. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. This traffic update is brought to you by Bentella Data Internet. That's my traffic report. That's it. And now that's it. I, that's you know, good. Seriously, there's, it looks good on 81, 80, 84, 380, 476, the PA Turnpike, and not a lot of heavy traffic uh, out anywhere during the holiday season. I'm surprised. Uh, whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K Traffic. Well, that was easy and quick. Yes, it was. you have any good guests on tomorrow? I have Sean Brennan's coming in tomorrow, you know, my history professor, and we discuss what's going on in Ukraine. He'll tell, give us an update on that and then give us our, our, the perspective from a historical st- standpoint as the way Good. things were meant to be. 12 to 3 tomorrow. Get Thank your you. historical perspective. And we'll also show. be talking to Jonathan Nespley from Berwick. They're getting ready for Winterfest this weekend. They have, you know, they have the Christmas Boulevard up. Yes. Right. So we love Christmas Boulevard, but they've kind of piggybacked on that to bring people into downtown Berwick, which there are a few very nice stores down there, too, now. Good. And I'll be there. Shop local. Yep. Shop local. Shop local. Shop independent. Out independently owned businesses and explore your own. Yeah, like going area. into Dick's is not shopping local. Just you know what we mean when we say shopping. And they local. don't sell those Just, toys oh. that we were talking about. Never mind. <laughs> I'm only kidding. That's you know. the wrong Dick's. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got so confused. Here's, here's the storm check.
Uh, Jake, you okay in there? Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy, low 30. Tomorrow, cloudy, high 36. Thursday, cloudy, breezy, better chance of a light shower, snow showers, possible, high 38. Friday, sun and clouds, high 50. It's currently 37 degrees at 546 at your official weather station, WILK. Back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 549. 37 degrees and cloudy here. Um, Things we talked about today. Well, it looks like that the railroad, commuter railroad from New York to Scranton has passed its next hurdle where the program has now officially added it to its funding bill, which is is a major hurdle. It means it's uh, just before it's a done deal. How long it takes, how when will that those trains actually be running is yet to be seen. But just so you get a heads up, both Senator Bob Casey and Matt Cartwright have announced that the uh, authority that provides the funding and adds it to the infrastructure has done so. So the Scranton also making stops in Stroudsburg and Pocono Mountain or Mount Pocono, one of the others, um, has met its next hurdle. So it's uh, one step closer and even the closest it's ever been in the past 20 years to returning to our area. So that's one of the things we talked about. Uh, Something I did want to get on, Lackawanna County homeowners may get tax relief, but don't get too comfortable with that. This has to do with the uh, reassessments. Lackawanna County residents who own and live in single-family homes will be able to get temporary property relief breaks if reassessment sharply raises their taxes. Now, there's there's um, income requirements for this, which are quite low. This was a, a brainchild of outgoing Commissioner Debbie Dominic, who developed the program. Now, if it stays or if it holds, we will see, since she is uh, walking out the door. I think this kind of is to look at me. I did something while I walk out the door after raising your taxes 17 point something percent in the la- during my tenure. Actually, she voted no on the first one, so I won't I won't give that to her. But she did uh, raise your taxes 5.9% just this past month. Uh, the program applies only to county properties and not the school district or local taxes, though county officials hope other taxing body- bodies will follow their lead. Um, The program is narrowly tailored. It's a temporary break applies to only single-family owner-occupied homes. The temporary break applies to only county tax increases and not the taxes that existed before the increase. Reinsessment must increase the county property tax on owner-occupied home by at least 20%. For a home with only one name on the deed, the combined gross income for all adults living there cannot exceed 35000 For a home with multiple names on the deed, the maximum rises to 45000 For a home with only one name on the deed, the combined gross income of all adults living there cannot exceed 35000 That's kind of... Open in the air. So if your 21-year-old child lives there, if your 20-year, if your 19-year-old child lives there and they work, is that income included? Because it says if there's only one name on the deed, the combined gross income of all adults living there cannot exceed thirty-five thousand. 
And that'd be kind of hard because even if you're a single parent, you got two teenagers or adults, um, you know, 18 or older. Does that income count? And we even want multiple names on the deed. You know, the minimum maximum rises to 45000 And that's gross income means before taxes and deductions. Owners will have to apply by April 1st of the year in which they seek relief. If the reassessment goes into effect in 2026 as scheduled, the deadline would be April 1st, 2026. Eligible owners won't have to pay the tax increase until January 31st, 2028. If they pay by then, they won't face any penalties or interest. The late payment is 10% plus 9% annual interest. If the additional tax isn't paid by July 1st, 2028, then a home could face a tax sale. The home may not already be tax delinquent. All previous taxes must be paid up to date. And the home must be insured because they want to invest their property before they, they want to protect their property before they take it from you. Uh, just That's my addition to that. Applicants will have to provide copies of the current deed, mortgage, insurance certificates, valid identification, their most recent state and federal tax return, proof someone receives Social Security income, and the death certificate for anyone on a deed who has died. The county's original proposal would have required filing liens against the unpaid portion, but Dominic eventually realized that that was unworkable. Residents would have to... would half had to pay the $56 lien filing fee and $10 more after the lien was satisfied, and the county would have to pay uh, lawyers to file the lien, she said. Plus, just tracking all that was cumbersome, too cumbersome, too much work. Why would I want to do too much work? Why would I put more out of pocket on them than the whole purpose was uh, to give them a break, she said. Applications won't be accepted till after people receive their first post-assessment tax bill in 2026, hopefully, County Chief of Staff Brian Jeffers said. And it's going to be interesting, is that going to be the County Chief of Staff come the new tenure? Probably not. Maybe. Don't know. A lot of changes coming to Lackawanna County, hopefully for the better. I mean, if you can take advantage of this, it's hopefully an avenue to make it a little easier, but saying that it doesn't kick in unless your taxes rise 20%. If you're on a fixed income and you're making less than $35,000 before taxes and your property tax goes up 20%, you're going to need more help than this program. I can pretty much guarantee you that. Even if you're a family of two making $45,000 before taxes, what is that after taxes? Maybe 30000 That's on the kind side. If your property tax goes up 20% for this program to kick in, it's going to be hard to keep your house. Forget about paying the assessment on it. That's what they have to realize here. And, uh, you know, I'm not talking one way or another about reassessment. I'm just talking about this program and specifically. If you're making $30,000 after taxes or $45,000 as a couple before taxes are taken out and your taxes go up 20%, your county property tax. There's a lot more issues than uh, that we face than uh, than we realize. Hopefully not. It's uh, 5:56 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell show in just a minute.
Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show today on this Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. I hope you found today's show informative. A lot to talk about today. Kind of switched it up a bit because of the breaking news. Um, you could see a lot of the things that I talked about on my social media, Rob O'Donnell on Facebook and at O'Donnell underscore R on X, formerly Twitter, whatever you'd like to call it. And we'll be back again tomorrow to do it. We're going to be giving away those Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets again tomorrow. So be sure you're listening from 3 to 6 and have your chance to win for the rest of the week. It's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio. God bless, be safe, and we're going to do it again tomorrow.